On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks finally take care of business and win against the team without their stars, beating the Denver Nuggets. Luka Doncic gets his 50th triple-double of his career. How does he make the passing game look so easy in this one? And then, JaVale McGee shared some really, really interesting comments about Christian Wood and his progression so far this season. We'll talk about that and hear from him all on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, and we're letting it ride on a Friday night. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online needs to cover the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online. Where the game starts. Today, Isaac Harris out. I will be out for the next week going on vacation to see family. So you'll get a lot more Isaac <laughs> over this next week. He's going to hold down the fort. We're letting it ride tonight. Dallas Mavericks get a win 127-99 to against the Denver Nuggets. And if you're just checking in to the Mavericks for the first time this season, you'd say, all right, Come on, guys. Come on. Jokic didn't play. Jamal Murray didn't play. Aaron Gordon didn't play. The Nuggets are down three stars. Or three players. Two stars and and an Aaron Gordon. Three starters. But I'll counter you with, okay, but the Mavericks have not necessarily been great at this whole win games without the stars thing. This has not been something they've been very good at so far this season. And even... I'll go so far as to say that the Mavericks needed to win this because Luka Doncic made the point that the Mavericks are starting to become known for losing games where the stars on the other teams have sat. Hear from Luka himself. We kind of know when the opposing, I mean, the other team has superstars out, we kind of lose the game. So we're known for that, I guess. But today we had to change this, you know, uh, just approach the game the same way. Uh, they haven't been players. I mean, they're still a good team, and they have plenty of guys that can go off even without Nikola. So I think we had to be ready, and that's the plan was just, I mean, the plan to succeed. He said we're starting to become known for that. We're starting to become known for uh, losing these games when the stars sit. That's not something you want to be known for. Right? That's not something the team wants to be known for. And that the Mavericks, and especially their players, and especially Luka Doncic, acknowledge that is really, really interesting to me. It's either they're lurking on Twitter, right? They're either lurking on Twitter, or they've just become known to this fact, like all of us, watching it and been like, what is our deal? How can we not beat these some of these teams? Why have we just come out flat against all these teams without their stars? I mean, you start going down the list, and it was getting kind of weird for the Dallas Mavericks for a little while there. Um, They lose to uh, the Pelicans without Zion Ingram. They lose to the the Magic without Paolo. The Wizards without Beal. Uh, They lose to the Rockets without... They don't have any stars, so... Tell tell Jackson Gatlin I said that. They don't have any stars. (laughs) They lost to them. And so, this was a win. They just had to come in. They had to take care of business. You would look at it as no other game and just say, okay, the Mavericks got to take care of business in this game. But it mattered a little bit more, and it was kind of a get-right game for the Mavericks. 
That's what this game ended up being. It was a get-right game. Luka Doncic leads the way in this one, of course. 33 points, 12 boards, 11 assists. He gets his 50th triple-double of, of the season, or 50th triple-double of his career, fourth of the season. I'm going to let you guess. Sit at home, you at home, just sitting there, wherever you are, driving, walking around. Shout-out to Jay. Shout-out to um, George. Shout-out to everybody that I met tonight at the game. Incredible stuff. Uh, getting to meet you guys. I always love to meet listeners. And you come up to me and say, Raccoon Squad, I always wonder what people around you are thinking. Like we're some kind of weird cult. We are, but you know. But at home, try to guess who's the other only other player in the NBA this season to have a triple-double. Because there's only one. Luke has four. And only one other player this season has one triple-double. No, not them. No, not them. Pascal Siakam. If you guessed Pascal Siakam, that's the only other player this season with a triple-double. I did not have that on my bingo card sheet. So that's none for... LeBron, that's none for Giannis, that's none for all these guys with this super high usage, none from Jokic either. All these guys with super high usage rates, and Luka's the only one putting up in points, rebounds, and assists to this degree. Luka is now the second fastest player to reach 50 triple doubles. Oscar Robertson was 23 years old in 42 days. Luka is 23 years old in 263 days. So they're essentially the same age, right? Like a couple months here and there for Oscar Robertson and Luka. Um, but Luca, would you look at it in games played? Luca has played 278 games and he got 50 triple doubles in that. Oscar Robertson played 111 games. <laughs> he did it like in more than half, more than half the time in terms of games played. Oscar was just on a different level playing back there. Pace was, you know, was fast and all kinds of different things. But uh, there's a lot more rebounds, which is kind of what it came down to back then. But but Luca is now the player to do it, and also now. Most 30-point triple-doubles in in their career. Oscar Robinson had 106 30-point triple-doubles, so a triple-double with 30 points. Westbrook had 48. LeBron has 37. Harden has 35. Wilt Chamberlain has 21. Luka, 25. He passes Wilt Chamberlain uh, in in some categories. So he's only 10 30-point triple-doubles behind Harden and only, uh, what, 12 behind LeBron. That's pretty wild. We're seeing something from Luka Doncic that we've just never seen before, except for maybe Oscar Robertson. And tonight what he was doing was, it was the passing. His passing was just on a different level. He just decides some games, I'm going to pick you apart with my passing. And you just start looking through some of the passes. I'm sure they're all over social media and Twitter and everything. You start looking through them, and you're just like, how does he find these guys? He had one where he's driving right to the right to the rim. There's two... Nuggets that just converge on him. Denver Nuggets, not just chicken nuggets. And he goes up for the shot almost, and he has two hands on the ball. And then almost in a shot motion, but like he was shooting straight to his right, he shoots it over to Dorian in the corner, and Dorian hits the shot. Another one with Josh Green where he's getting doubled off of a screen. This happened so much in this game. The Nuggets are down players. They're down a couple men, down definitely a defender in Aaron Gordon that has been really good on Luka. They doubled off of the screen every single time. So Dwight comes up and sets a screen for Luka's defender. And both Nuggets, the one the defending Dwight and the one defending Luka, stay with Luka. They were doubling off of the screen. Josh Green kind of sets a screen and, and rolls back. Luka gets doubled off of that. And then Josh Green cuts to the paint. He's right underneath the paint. And Luka just whips a ball right over the back of his, of his shoulder to, to Josh Green in the paint. He just threw some incredible passes tonight. He just picks apart teams like this especially teams when they're not set teams that are 
you know, giving him these lanes, teams that aren't, you know, crisp because they're missing three starters, which we do expect from the Nuggets in, in this game. But it was just incredible to watch. It's incredible to see him um, do this and also be able to just score the way that he did. I mean, it was a pretty efficient night for him, 11 of 22. He, two of seven from three. He wants one of those three balls back. <laughs> He wants one of those three-point shots back because he swears that it was a pass to Christian Wood. As soon as it happened, he kind of shoots it, but it goes to Christian Wood. It's an air ball. It goes to Christian Wood. Christian Wood doesn't score, so it's not an assist or anything. But it goes to Christian Wood, and as soon as the play stops and it's whistled dead because of a foul, Luca just starts looking to the sideline and making this motion with his hand. Pass. It was a pass. It was a pass. He just starts motioning it as soon as the play stops. You got to love it. It's fun. It's fun watching Luca. He said he doesn't care about stats, but then he cares about those things. You know, it's like, all right, what do you care about? He said he didn't know that it was a, it was a thirty point triple double till he came out and Mavs PR told him about it afterwards. We were having some fun with Luca after the game. Uh, it just an, just an incredible night from him. He led the way, and you know the Mavericks had way more points in the paint in this game. They had um, sixty four points in the paint in this game. They had they hit. They only took thirty two threes. Like Luka Doncic just fundamentally changes everything that this team does. If you look at, just compare the Rockets game to this game, there's just, you know, no other way to say it, that he, he is the most valuable player in the NBA right now, for sure. He is the most valuable player. So coming up, let's talk about, um, let's talk about Christian Wood, because I thought that he had a really good game as well. 28 points, eight boards. And I think his progression is something that we should have expected. And that I had been talking about before the season, but now we heard it, and JaVale McGee had some incredible comments. I want to play them in full. It's like three minutes of JaVale McGee talking about Christian Wood from a couple comment questions from, from media uh, members. So let's hear from, from JaVale McGee about Christian Wood's progression and what he can be for the Mavericks coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds and lines inside and outside of sports. Hopefully you had the Mavericks in this game because, oh boy, they destroyed the, the Nuggets in this game. Finally held on to a lead. Finally was able to... Uh, take advantage of a team without their stars. Mavericks are still... Actually, Mavericks' odds to win the title went down. Probably after that Rockets game. They're now plus 2,000 to win the title. They were plus 1,800 a couple days ago. The Nuggets are plus 1,800. Grizzlies are plus 1,800. Sixers plus 1,800. Um, the Cavs plus 1,600. Nets plus 1,600. Suns, Clippers, Warriors, Bucks, Celtics, all above the Mavericks. But if you're looking to put down some, some money on the Mavs to win the championship... Now might be the time to strike at them plus 2000. Put down 100 bucks, they win the title, you win $2000. How about that? That's a that's a pretty good pretty good payout. So, go check it out. Bet online. They don't just have basketball. They're going to have the World Cup too. They'll have all kinds of stuff. It's Bet online where the game starts. All right, Isaac. We've been talking about Luka Doncic. He was incredible. He was super great in this game. There's not much more you can say about Luka and we're just going to continue to say it every single day. But I thought JaVale McGee had some really interesting thoughts about Christian Wood. Christian Wood in this game, again, 28 points, 11 of 16 from the field, hit two threes, went to the free throw line five times. He only played 26 minutes. Uh, it was a lot of garbage time in this game, so he wasn't going to play you know, a ton. Uh, Spencer only played 26 minutes. Dorian Reggie only played 30 minutes. So he's he's playing really well in his role right now. And so I asked JaVale McGee, what is it about Christian Wood? How, how have you, What have you seen from Christian Wood, him coming from – you know, he hasn't played with any playoff-type teams in big minutes. Now he's coming to this. This is the first time for him playing against, playing with a team that's winning, that has, you know, is going to go to the playoffs probably. 
what is that like? What have you seen from him? And there's a couple other questions from Tim McMahon and Tim Cato and others, just follow-ups about what about on offense? What are you seeing from him? What are you seeing from him on defense? What things does he have to uh, get better at? So let's just hear from, from JaVale McGee, and I'll, I may pause a couple times here and there with it. Um, Christian's just trying to uh, play winning basketball. Like you said, uh, this is his first team on the team that that's uh, slotted to make the playoffs and uh, go far in the playoffs. So he has some uh, – some moments where he 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 uh, reverts back to playing. Again, I don't want to say losing basketball, but not winning basketball. And he's but he's extremely professional. Um, he works every day, um, and he's uh, a scorer. He can score that thing. So um, it's really impressive <laughs> just seeing his growth and seeing him uh, figure out his role. Not his role because his role is clearly the score, but just how to get his shots and positions and how to also get the other team, his other teammates involved with, with, with Christian Wood, it was always going to take some time. I think this is one of the things he says it here later. He talks about patience. It's always going to take patience from, you know, from, from Christian Wood, from probably coaches, but also from, from fans and things about how he's going to be integrated into this lineup, how he's going to learn how to go from, playing with the Pistons and playing with the Rockets for two years where he just got to take any shot he wanted to playing with this Dallas Mavericks team where he is not number one on, on the, the, you know, the sheet. He's not, he's not one on the call sheet. He's probably like two or three sometimes on any given night because Dinwiddie can handle the ball because Luca's on the court. You know, there's just different, uh, there's different roles and his role is to come off the bench and to score. And they're trying, they're setting him up. Jason Kidd was asked about him. As well, he said he's comfortable. He's comfortable playing his role. He's doing a great job for us on both offense and defense. He's unselfish and doing that at a high level. And then JaVale talks about later how they're, they're, they're setting up shots for Christian Wood. He's playing his role. He's doing what he's supposed to do. It's just taking time for him to do that thing that JaVale McGee said, to go from playing not winning basketball, where you get to take any shot you want, to taking the right shots with the Mavericks now. And it's on both offense and defense. There's a couple other things he says here that I just think are, are really interesting about, about Christian Wood. That's something you've kind of had to do in your career. You went from, you know, playing with the Wizards and then going to play in Golden State and, you know, winning championships. Is there anything that you can impart or have imparted to him so far on how to make that transition? Um, I mean, it's, it's really just patience for real um, and film. Patience and film for real. Getting to watch yourself. It's different when you're out there and you see it or if you're on the bench and you're watching it. Then when you watch film, you're like, okay, I could have been in this spot a little earlier. I could have did this different. So, yeah, just studying the game. What are the, the details and the nuances for him that make the difference between, as you say, playing winning or not winning basketball? Um, he he, uh, just taking the right shots. Uh, he's used to being on bad teams to where he can shoot any shot he wants and no one's going to say anything. Um, but uh, as a team, we hold everybody accountable. And uh, and he already is going to get the shots. We're running plays for him to get the shots. So sometimes he's in the post and he passes it. And, and I always tell him they're not paying you to pass out the post <laughs> unless you're, like, getting double teamed or something. But he'll pass it when he's getting single coverage. I'm like, no, go to work. Like. Like you're, this is what you're here for is the score. So don't pass those up. You get double team, okay, make the right basketball play. But if, other than that, go to work, try to get a bucket. So that's the, that's an interesting part of this for me is that he, you know, you're paid. Don't don't pass if you're if you're single covered in the post. Don't pass out of that, right? But also make the right play. So you can see how that's just kind of a, a confusing thing for a player coming in. It's like, all right, when do I make that decision? And it takes time. It takes IQ. It takes a lot of different, you know, coaching. It takes games. It takes reps to learn how to go from, 
all right, I'm just going to take a shot whenever I can, whenever I want to. What, what we saw from the Rockets, what you saw from the Rockets and how they play, Jalen Green shoots whenever he wants to. Kevin Porter Jr. shoots whenever he wants to. Anybody else on the team, they can shoot whenever those other guys don't want to, right? Like they can just shoot whenever they want, it just seems like. Christian Wood came from that system. We just saw it firsthand against the Rockets. And so now he's coming to the Mavericks where if you take the wrong shot or if you take a shot that's bad, Luka's going to look at you a certain way. The, the players on the on the bench are going to tell you, hey, that's not your shot. Don't take that shot. JaVale McGee was talking about it, just learning the difference between the different shots that he's going to take. And he brought up the word patience. I mentioned it before. Patience for Christian Wood to learn, what to bring himself into this, this right role. And I think he's going to get there. I, I still believe that he's going to get to that point where, I don't know if he's going to get to the point where he's starting, but he's definitely going to get to a point where he's going to be closing games. And he's going to close games and he's going to do it really well. He's he's progressing along. He's progressing along exactly the way you would hope. It's it's kind of linear progression what we've seen from him. He had, you know, two off games against uh, when the Mavericks were, you know, were on those back-to-back games. But he's been playing really well. He's been scoring the ball really well. And then uh, I think this is when Tim Cato asked about defense. What does he have to do on defense? This is the, this is the area he has the most growth in. But Jason Kidd said... He's doing a great job for us on on both offense and defense. So they like the progression from him so far. How, how much on on the defensive end? The you know kind of the same conversation, but defensively, you know, Sweeney has very specific ideas about how he wants you guys to rotate and close out. Yeah. How much are you know has he been adjusting to that? But also you, uh, first uh, time at the system. Yeah, he's definitely been adjusting to it. He's adjusting well. Uh, with him more, it's just communication, being able to tell everybody what they need to be, being in that back line, being the five uh, and not the four. Um, I really like to line up when I'm in with him. Um, I feel a lot more comfortable with a, a, a scoring four on the floor with me. Um, and I feel like our minutes together have been amazing this year. I find that really interesting. That The JaVale Christian Wood lineup, he feels like has been great. And then he says, I like to play with a scoring four. You can take that kind of however you'd like, right? Like you can take that as, hey, these, you know, the bang bros next to me that just shoot threes, right? They're not scoring wings. But but Christian Wood next to me, I feel more comfortable playing with a guy like that that's, you know, a scoring four. They they connected on the alley-oop tonight, which was awesome. I think it was a JaVale pass to, to Christian Wood that was an alley-oop. So you see how, uh, yeah, it's just going it, to, the whole point about this is it's just going to take time for Christian Wood, but he's progressing well. He's doing what is being asked. He's progressing in the right ways. And I think the minutes and I think that, you know, the, the play and the play in the right spots will come for him. Uh, this part, though, he's asked about, you know, what makes you more comfortable playing. And I think this is really telling about what we've seen from JaVale McGee this year. He's been a really big disappointment, right? The Mavericks bring him in. He's the, you know, the kind of the quote unquote one big free agency acquisition they got to because they only had the taxpayer mid-level or the taxpayer mini mid-level or whatever it was. And they bring Christian, they bring JaVale McGee in, and they say, okay, he's going to start. We learned he was going to start early on. They promised he was going to start. They gave him three years on the deal, and so there are some expectations about JaVale McGee coming in. And he has been really bad. He went from a starting-level center to – or he went from a starting center with his minutes to just playing garbage time. He was playing garbage time in this game tonight. So what what from him? What's been, What's for him has been a tough transition for him? And I found this answer really interesting. Um, but for me, it was definitely the difference between last year and how dominant I was on defense but 
compared to this year is just the being up aspect. Um, I'm just not used to being up all the time. Um, I'm getting used to it, though. I mean, it's game 15. Um, my minutes haven't been – I don't feel like I've had enough minutes to really get my, my rhythm and figure it out, but I'm figuring it out, so it's all good. It's been different for him. He's a drop big, right? When you talk about a drop big, it's okay. When, when you know, the, the offensive players, usually a point guard or guard, calls for the center to come and set a screen. So JaVale is guarding that center and comes up with him. Usually, JaVale will drop back a little bit after that screen so that then he can step up and stop the, the, the pass or step back with the rolling center and be there, right? It's, it's, that's drop coverage. But what the Mavericks want you to do is what Dwight Powell does well. He stays up. You stay right up there. He talked about this a little bit later. I won't play the rest of this, but he talked about a little bit later that the Mavs defensive coaching, John Sweeney and Jason Kidd, want him to, to be up, to be touching this, to be able to touch the center and stay up with the center on the level of the center. It's so that you can do other things. Like you can, you can, uh, go cover the shooter better. You can, you know, stay with the, you know, it, you can, you can rotate easier because you're already up there and just, just different things like that. It's just different philosophies. So you talk about drop bigs or you talk about, you know, up to the, the top of the screen bigs and, uh, or up to the level bigs and JaVale McGee has not been an up to the level big. That takes a lot of quick footwork. That's what Maxi is great at. Dwight Powell has been good at. And that's why you see such a big difference with JaVale McGee and Maxi and Dwight when they're out there, Dwight and Maxi are built for that. They got quicker feet for bigs. And so JaVale McGee's getting used to it. We've seen JaVale McGee's feet seem like they're stuck in cement or stuck in mud at times when he's out there. And this is probably part of it. Is age part of it probably too? Yeah, sure. Age, agility, and all that. But he said how dominant I was last season on defense. He's not lying. He's not just blowing smoke. He was really good on defense, which is one of the reasons why the Mavericks brought him in. But they brought him in, and they tried to, they're trying to make him something that he wasn't last year and wasn't necessarily in his career. So that's something to definitely watch. And it's something I know people have been been commenting on. We haven't talked about that specific thing as much about JaVale McGee, but that's one thing to monitor with him is that, all right, as he gets used to playing in this defense, is he going to have enough time to get used to playing with this defense? Is he going to play well enough to get used to playing with this defense? I don't know. The answer so far has not been yes. What did he get in this game? He got, you know, 16 and a half minutes, 10 points, four boards, he had four fouls and he had two turnovers, but um, he had. I thought he had some pretty decent minutes. He should have some decent minutes, <laughs> some decent minutes in this game, especially going up against DeAndre in that second quarter was hilarious. He had JaVale McGee. He drove right on DeAndre and then hit a layup over him, and then DeAndre had an alley-oop over him on the other end. That was pretty funny to watch those two guys who are very parallel in their free agency uh, signings this offseason, but... That's something to monitor with JaVale McGee. Uh, the Christian Wood stuff from him was really, really interesting. Hope you enjoyed that. Luka Doncic, another triple-double. Guys, we will be back covering the game on Sunday. Isaac Harris will cut. Will have you covered. I will be out for the next week with uh, um, you know being in Ohio for Thanksgiving with my family. So I appreciate everybody that is still hit, hanging out with us. Comment, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Let me know on Twitter if you made it to the end. Let us know in the comment section if you made it to the end. Let me know with like a, the blue car emoji. I think that's that's what I might do. Every day is a different emoji. Let me know with the emoji. Uh, go listen to Lockdown Sports today or Lockdown NBA or one of those other podcasts. Uh, great stuff. Make that for your second listen. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us, listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.